You are listening to Words from the Servants, a podcast produced by the Servants of the Word, an international ecumenical brotherhood of men living symbol for the Lord. You can download this podcast from our website or access it on iTunes or any other podcasting apps. Romans 8, verses 7 to 14. The mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, although your bodies are dead because of sin, your spirits are alive because of righteousness. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit which dwells in you. So then, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. So this passage expresses a generally familiar idea. If we've received the Spirit, we should live in the Spirit and not live as men of the flesh. The flesh here stands for the sinful nature, to be in the flesh. In the phrase that Paul uses here is to live in the mode of sinful man. And it's contrasted with being in the Spirit, which is to live the new life made possible by the Spirit. Note that someone who's in the flesh cannot please God, and that certainly doesn't mean someone who's living corporeally, living in the body, or we'd all be unpleasing to God and unable to do anything about it. We live according to the Spirit of the Son who now dwells in us. Paul says, if Christ doesn't dwell in you by the Holy Spirit, then you don't belong to him. But if you've been adopted by the Father and now belong to Christ Jesus, the Spirit of Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit, dwells in you. Those who live by the Spirit of God show that they're sons of God in their manner of life. We live now according to the Holy Spirit. So what do you make of all this talk about the body in this passage doesn't make the body evil. When it speaks about putting to death the deeds of the body, is it speaking of the body as evil, as if the Christian life is a spiritual life that frees us from immateriality, as the sect known as the Gnostics in the early church would have believed? No, the body is corruptible, and it's corruptible because through sin, the human race gave up any title to the immortality that comes from God. And the body now not only dies at some point, but is in fact corruptible, perishable, dying from the moment that we're born. And so in this life, our bodies are mortal, uh, corruptible. And therefore, the deeds of the body that Paul speaks about here 
are probably those deeds that follow from an over-dependence on or an over-indulgence of those desires connected to the mortal body. So keep in mind that the issue here is whether or not to submit to God's laws, Paul says in verse 7, and thus whether or not to please God, as he says in verse 8. We're not debtors to the flesh, Paul says. To be debtors to the flesh would mean that we're under some kind of obligation to it. And that's in contrast to what we owe to Christ and to the Holy Spirit who have given us new life. So notice here that God, probably meaning the Father and the Spirit and Christ, are all involved in this passage. The Father has sent the Son who has died and been raised so that the Holy Spirit can be given to us so that we might be given new life. And that life is the very spiritual life that dwelt in Christ and raised him from the dead. That's who we're indebted to, who we're obligated to. To be debtors to the flesh means that we're under some kind of obligation to this corruptible mortal nature that characterizes this life. And Paul says, no, we're, we're freed from that so that we're able now to live in a certain kind of freedom. He doesn't say that all the desires of the body are bad. Uh, the desire for food is a necessary desire, and it helps us to survive corporeally in this life. We're not supposed to neglect the body. The desire for good health is a good thing. Sexual desires are a good and God-given thing. But to be indebted to the flesh means to be something like a slave to the desires often disordered in this life that may oppose the commandment of God, doing what uh, God commands, submitting to his law and thus pleasing him. Until we arrive at the resurrection, when all our bodily weaknesses and all our vulnerability to sin is put off, we have to exert effort to put to death or to kill off the deeds of the body, the deeds that are characterized by dependence on the, uh, the mortal flesh of this age. Until we arrive at the resurrection, we're involved in a certain kind of struggle, but we know that the life of God is within us, and that life of God within us then allows to do what is pleasing to God, to act through the Spirit, not simply on our own power, in a way that manifests the life of God himself, living the life of sons of God, who share now in his nature through adoption in the Holy Spirit. This podcast was produced by the Sermons of the Word, a brotherhood of celibate men that is part of the Soul of the Spirit, an international ecumenical network of covenant communities. For similar and other content, visit us on servantsoftheword.org. If you liked what you listened to, please leave us a review on iTunes.